Do you feel like you have your own gifts and you want to explore and expand them? How many times do you have dreams that just come true or you will simply know something? Well, guess what? You can expand and develop your gifts today. Go to ColbyRebel.com and visit my classes. I have e-courses that you can watch and learn in the comfort of your home. Everything from intuition, psychic, to even connecting to loved ones on the other side. So visit ColbyRebel.com and start developing your gifts today. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel where my goal tonight is to bring you a little bit closer to your connections and true self. And what an exciting guest we have in store for you this evening, especially with Women's International Day a few days ago. I thought, let's just make it a whole week and bring in a powerhouse of powerhouses to really help you dive in and really change that mindset, anything that's holding you back. But before I get to our guest tonight, let me just go through a couple of the upcoming events we have in store for you. As you know, we have the development circle. So for the beginner, for the advanced, if you are in a place where you are developing your own spiritual gifts, there is a circle for you. So we have the beginners development circle, and this starts April 7th. And then, of course, we have the advanced circle as well coming up. So again, this is, you know, if you want to develop, we meet on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. So it is really going to be a fantastic group, whether you're beginner or advanced. And then also we have the pets connect at the end of the month. You have a pet in the living or in the spirit world and you want a psychic or medium reading, join me as I do an evening of Pets Connect. So this really, really will be a blast. They keep selling out every time. Everybody loves the fur babies and it is a lot of fun. So let me get to our guest tonight because what's amazing is she is just phenomenally successful in her own right. And then there's just been this calling. There's been this change and she's, she's going to talk about it, but she's just absolutely revolutionizing how we look at ourselves. How do we think? What is that mindset needed to take you to the next level, that leveling up, whether that's in your personal life and who you are and where you are and business and in all areas just to help you manifest. Right. And a lot of us are doing this like with this 2020 pandemic. I think it throws us all into a lot of reflection. Are you happy with where you are? Is this uh, your true calling? And so I'm just so thrilled to have our guest on. So our guest tonight is really interesting. She is not a traditional psychic or medium. However, she's extremely intuitive and has some Scooby sense of her own. But she is a world-renowned DJ. Okay, like DJ, you guys. Also, many of us in the mediumship world, we talk about connecting to your loved ones through music. So there's definitely that connection there as well. But she's also transitioned. She is a coach. She is a huge popular podcaster with this amazing podcast that's got a massive reach. And I am absolutely excited to have her on to really share her experience, her story, her knowledge, her wisdom. So please put your hands together and please welcome DJ Nicole Rizé Stillings. (laughs) 
Hello, hello, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Colby. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I am just so, so excited to talk with you tonight. You know, I, I just found your story to be so incredible and really, really inspiring and empowerful to women. So let us let us just all rewind here. OK, so DJ. So how did you get into being a DJ? How did that happen? And then how did you like take the world by storm with with your skills and gifts in DJing? Happy to go there. Also, I totally have a question for you. I want to sign up for one of the circles. So maybe we can offline <laughs> about whether you think I'm like a beginner or advanced or like somewhere in between. So perfect. <laughs> if you don't want to get into that now. I'm at okay, the end perfect. Perfect. Um, so DJing, I, I knew from a young child, look, I, like you said, I'm intuitive. Um, I have a unique experience upbringing in the fact that both of my parents are brain doctors, different kinds. Um, and so I think we all spent a lot of time in our household as a child, analyzing people, understanding the way people think, understanding how thoughts can produce reality. Um, and so I grew up in this world very much wanting to learn more to dig deeper. And my father considered himself very intuitive. My grandmother was very intuitive. And you know, from a young age, I always felt like the best path for me in life, the only path that would bring me any fulfillment, would bring me joy, would be a path that resonated with my core. And, you know, so to do that, you have to be able to get still enough to listen. You know, you have to be able to set aside the noise, what society thinks, what your parents tell you to do, what your friends think you should do, and listen to that inner voice, that guidance within you, you know, to really allow your true gifts to come out. And so I would say that in a way, you know, I think it was funny when you were giving that intro, when I'm DJing, sometimes I can read the energy of the room so much that I know exactly the next song that's going to light up the audience. And that is a similar spiritual gift in a way, right? I mean, yes. it's not, not not reading one person's mind, but it it's more like a collective effervescent energy situation that I'm tuned into as, you know, people are also experiencing it. Yeah, um, it so is. And it is an intuitive, you know, you're definitely tuning in intuitively, empathically, like what, what, and also that, you know, what's interesting is knowing the vibe of the room, right? Is saying, hey, listen, it's been a little low. Let's jam it up. Let's kind of change the tempo. And even in mediumship, when we do demonstrations for a big room, we also consider that. What is the energy and what is that flow? So it's kind of called like riding that wave. And that's exactly what you do with music. So I've never heard that term, but it makes sense. Sound waves, riding the spiritual wave. I dig it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I, I started my career. I knew I always loved music. I mean, I was like the child that would grab a hairbrush and pretend to be Tina Turner or TLC or, you know, Aqua singing Barbie girls or whatever. You know, I was born and raised in the nineties. So all the best hits, obviously. <laughs> um, so I, I went on to college and I studied psychology and marketing and I took my first job at a marketing agency, excelled there, grew a team under me, took another job that was a promotion, became eventually became the director of social media at a small agency and ran accounts for Ralph Lauren, Diesel, Theory, Swatch, Kmart, QVC. A lot of people don't know this about me. I had actual traditional <laughs> corporate jobs before being a vagabond. Um, but <laughs> I, I think, you know, a lot of what I learned there help develop the business that we have now gave me the skill set that I needed. And what's funny is you said something about path and purpose. We actually did an episode this week on Sup Babe, where another woman who I should probably connect you with, so <laughs> me, um, who is a transformational life coach, explained to me that, you know, women, especially in our 20s and early 30s, we're all crazy. We're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right path? Is this what I'm meant to be doing with my life? You know, and especially if um, 
touching base with your intuition is more foreign to you, right? You might still be really trying to understand, are you on the course, right? If you're type A, if you want to be a successful person, if you're anything like you and me, (laughs) you know, the, all these things matter. And so we did an episode where Andrea, our guest host said, everybody's always on the path. Everything that you ever did is on the path, right? So my learning, you know, learning psychology in college and then going into marketing for a couple of five years after school and then moving into, you know, being a DJ. I remember, you know, that moment where I was very stressed out at my debt, my job, my father and I, who, like I said, was very intuitive. He was my biggest supporter, my best friend. He's no longer with us. Uh, Well, Um, but he's still with us. He's just not in the physical, physical plane but he's still with us. That is, that is much, much better said. And he does come in dreams all the time. Yeah. I actually track them now so that I can like try to understand if there's a message there. But um, he told me, he's like, you know, you really need a hobby. What do you love? Like, what is something that you always wanted to do? And for me, it wasn't like painting and I was already shopping and I was great at running up a credit card bill. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's not really a skill set that <laughs> gets you hired. So I really, I told him, you know, I was nervous to even tell people I wanted to DJ because I, back then, 10 years ago, this sounded outlandish. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. As a, as a female, as a young female in my early twenties, people were like shocked. I mean, they yeah. were, I would, I would even say some of my best friends were not necessarily supportive, not because they didn't want to be, but because they weren't sure how to be and they wanted the best for me. And they didn't realize that I was sure about this being a part of my path. Yes. Um, and so I learned to DJ, got really good, built that business up, had a great run for like seven, eight years on that business. And then, you know, the pandemic, pandemic was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Does that so, answer your question? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with this though, you know, you you've traveled the world, you've been on demand. At what point, you know, we did have the pandemic, but at what point within your your consciousness or subconsciousness did you say there's a shift? Something's happening. I, I, something I'm meant for more. You know, at what point did that happen? Can you remember anything you were going through? And then how did that impact you emotionally? This is such a great question. I don't think anybody's asked me this. And I've certainly thought about this a lot because I think the pandemic forced my shift into podcasting, into building sub babe, into being more of a mentor for the young women that we work with. But prior to that, I had always, you know, not I don't want to say always. I think I, I knew from a young age that my goal in life was to do something that brings other people joy that I I knew that my parents who are both doctors contributed so much to society that I would have to do something that genuinely contributed to making other people's other people happy to improving their well-being um and so you know at first DJing was a great avenue for that it seemed um like it really aligned with me well and I want to say like maybe like four or five years in. So about hmm, like three, four years ago from now, I was, well, so, and let's do this from the pandemic. So really like three years ago from when the pandemic started, I started feeling that dissonance within me where I knew that, okay, I'm on this one path. This one path is like going quite well. I'm at Super Bowl. I'm at Art Basel. I'm you know, flying to random countries, like we're making great money. My team is awesome. I love doing it. It's fun. Designers are dressing me like, (laughs) you know, certainly there were a lot of perks, right? And I think there's probably a couple, maybe a year or two where I knew that I needed to pivot, but I was wrapped up in the perks, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. And, and also maybe the perks and, and the sense of security, right? You knew you were always going to get booked for the next gig. So just that sense of security as well. And, and maybe identity wrapped up in into it as well, right? Yeah. Identity is a big thing for me. I feel like DJ Rose can't die. You know, she's a big yeah. part of me. So, you know, I just, you know, bring a drink. Like I just try <laughs> to keep her alive in the little ways that I can in the pandemic. And I think what you said is so true. The pandemic really forced me to take a hard look at the business and at who I had evolved into a human. And I had realized over the years that, okay, we were helping some people, we were impacting some people. 
unfortunately, a lot of those people were, you know, we worked with a lot of luxury fashion, high-end brands, charities. So I felt like it wasn't necessarily fair that um, the average person maybe couldn't access uh, the gifts that I was trying to share and that I learned that it was becoming increasingly more important, like that voice inside yeah. of you just gets louder and louder. And you're like, okay, wait, I really have to help other women follow their own past, right? Because most people, like what I went through to be able to just be my own person, yeah. right? And I'm yeah. sure you had this experience too. It was enormous, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. it was intense. And there were moments I wanted to quit more than one time. What about... The fear, I had this, so that's why I'm asking you. You know, when I took this leap of faith and said, yeah, I'm going to stop being a tax accountant and I'm going to give up my vacation and my overtime and my PTO and I'm going to just go out there and now make it as a psychic medium. You know, I really, you know, I was like, all right, look, I got to make a certain amount of money. I want to be successful at it you know, you made a ton of money and, you know, you still do with that, but how did you kind of reconcile letting, letting the hand go to, to then grab the other monkey bar, right? Like when we do monkey bars, right, the hand needs to go before you can grab the other one. And so how did you trust into that? How did you lean into that? I haven't been on a jungle gym in a while, but I feel like that reference. Um, So, so once again, you bring up a really good point, but I was forced like in that sense. And I I hope other people out there are having this experience because I am very aware of what a hard time the pandemic has been for 99% of people or the majority of aspects of it have been hard. But I'm someone who genuinely believes that, you know, you should just try to find what's positive in any situation if you can, not to an annoying extent, but it's to your own mental benefit to do that. So a gift really that the pandemic gave me after it tanked my... DJ business and destroyed, you know, over six figures in contracts, you know, that just disappeared overnight. I've never seen people use force majeure so many times, <laughs> but, but the gift was that it gave me time. It gave me space. It gave me the ability to listen to my inner voice and the time to create new things. And, and this, the idea for Sapeb, the podcast, as well as the mentorship, the mindset mentorship that we're currently building out was always within me, but sometimes we stifle that voice. We push it down. We don't want to let it fully mm-hmm. develop. And so if we're not really allowing that voice to develop, then we don't identify with it. We don't have confidence in it. We don't feel like we can do it. So then we don't make the change or the pivot, right? So the pandemic basically forced my hand from one market monkey bar to the next. So in that way, I'm grateful. Yeah. So let's let's talk about Sup Babe. For anyone who who doesn't know, Sup Babe is your podcast and it's incredibly successful. So, you know, tell us about how how did this podcast come about? Where was the inspiration? How did you come up with the name? You're crushing it and, and it does help women. So just share what this this podcast is about and, and the inspiration and all behind it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so Sup Babe is really born out of the need to help people, right? And and I like I mentioned, that was something that I had felt as a call on my life, even as a young child. Um, but I had realized over the years that it needed to be more specific, that I wanted to help them with their mindsets, that I wanted to help them improve their outlooks, that I wanted to help them with routines and success habits. Um, and that was something that I realized after getting to the top of the DJ game, this was something that I could teach. I realized that we had women following us that really wanted to learn these things that would DM me very specific questions about their morning routine, about their meditation practice, about certain habits that I had mentioned on the show about supplement routines, et cetera. So I realized that clearly, you know, the content that we were making was making an impact. So we drilled down on the most popular episodes for 2021. And now we're super laser focused on providing value to young women. I would say like probably ages like 22 up to like 40, 45. That's still young, right? Yeah. And so what we want to do is share, you know, mindset tips, mindset hacks, life hacks, morning routines, you know, we'll talk about meditation. We'll talk about manifestation. Um, it's really 
tangible, actionable advice to help women improve their lives. So something that you could hear this morning in a 30 minute podcast and go out and implement tonight in your nighttime routine or routine or whatever. I love that. And how is the response to the, the podcast now when you're now focusing? What is the response have been from, from the, the listeners and followers? Yeah, it's 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 been our plays have grown even stronger. So I think um, that once again, we were doing a good job of listening to what not only was inside of me, but was also being showcased in the analytics, right? I mean, when when it's an internet business, everything is about the numbers too. So um, yeah, no, it's growing and we're super excited about the new content. And I, your episode, by the way, is still getting so many plays and people oh. comment on it all the time. Oh, I love it. That's really great. Yes, it was exciting to to be a part of it for sure. You were amazing. Oh, thank I you. I listened to it like three times. My team members <laughs> and I were like, gotta listen to that again. You can pick up most of it. <laughs> so with this, you know, as you've been doing this, do you feel like you're getting downloads? Uh, we call them downloads, uh, downloads uh, from our higher self or spirit in helping you with your next steps. Like, Hey, what's now, Nicole, we want you to do this. Now we want you to share this. Are you getting those downloads as well? All the time. And I think it really depends on my ability to be in a receptive mode for those downloads. Um, so something that is part of the morning routine that I, you know, kind of preach on Sat Babe and to the women that we mentor is that, you really have to have space for a meditation practice and um, you know, and it can be really different for other people. I, I meditate and I've, I'm, I've studied Reiki. I think you and I talked about that. So yeah. I'll do a little Reiki kind of healing energy on myself. And then oftentimes, <clears throat> oftentimes I'll invite the Holy spirit in to make me aware of anything that I should know um, or ask for guidance on a specific question. Maybe it's a business problem that I'm trying to solve. Maybe it's a boy problem. <laughs> that I'm trying to solve, right? Um, but I think when I'm connecting with the Holy Spirit inside of me, that's very similar. I know not everybody is religious, so not to take it there. But for me, that's when I can get most connected to my own inner guidance system. Um, so I feel like those two are connected and it could be totally different for, for somebody else that, you know, is from a different religious background. But that helps me bring out what what that inner voice wants to say, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I agree that, you know, we we can all have that connection and who it is for you, it's okay. Like, you know, we all have that connection. So and I, I personally feel like mediumship has brought me closer to to God's source for sure. So it's just about, you know, allowing that and having it. So as you kind of work through 2021, things are going to start opening back up, right? People are going to probably be picking up that phone and, and, and wanting to engage in you with, as a DJ, are you still doing that? Is that mm -hmm. something you're going to do? Are you, how, what is your plan now into managing and balancing this kind of new calling with, with, uh, the old one, so to speak? You know, what's so funny. I used to be a big planner. I'm so type A. I feel like I had my life plan when I was like a three-year-old, you know? But now, I mean, the pandemic has really thrown everything upside down. Why am I going to plan? I have no idea what's going to happen, right? I mean, there's probably going to be events this summer, you know, in the Hamptons or outdoors in New York City. And I'm currently in Florida. And I know that we're getting calls about things. And I just played a, a fashion trade show for Magic and Women's Wear Daily, um, in February in Orlando. So there are things yeah. moving and we are seeing some bookings. Um, and it's really just going to be, I'm, I, I'm kind of just going to go by where my heart goes, you know, yeah. like I don't want to give up anything mm -hmm. that we're building with stop babe, with the podcast, with the mentorship program. Um, but also, you know, DJing has been my highest revenue, uh, grossing business unit for, for many years. So, um, it will be fun to get back to it. But like I said, I think I don't think I have to worry too much. I think the balance is just going to come. It's going to be there. I think if I, and that's part of the meditation practice. Yeah. If I'm concerned and I'm conflicted. Like oftentimes we're double booked and I have to make a decision about what is the right event for me to send me to? What is the right event for me to send my doppelganger to my mini me to, or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, I use meditation to solve business issues all the time and it works. Yeah. 
that's that's right. I want to go to the Hamptons. Sex in the city, right? Like I want I want to go to the Hamptons, right? Come out, come see us. I, I know, right? Definitely. So I love this though. I love this idea of we don't have to settle on one thing, right? You can be a powerhouse across the board. With your listeners, what do you think is their biggest fear? Like if you, you know, listening, you know, them, they give you comments, feedback, tuning in, what is the biggest fear that you think young women have in their in their life? The biggest fear that I think young women have. Hmm. The biggest fear. Well, I mean, I think the biggest fear is of uncovering the truest, fullest version of themselves. Yeah. I mean, I think oftentimes we're scared of that really powerful, full, final version, or, you know, it's never really final, right? Because we're all work in progresses. Um, but we're scared to step into her, to allow her to be in the fullness of her power and take over our life. You know, we oftentimes try to fit into a box to meet this job's requirements or to date this guy or to please our mom, to please our dad. Um, and I think that's the biggest fear women have is, is knowing that they're destined for more, knowing that who they are at their core by their intuitive guidance is different from that person they're showing on the outside and how are they going to possibly merge those and how are they going to be judged and how are they going to make it work and how is it going to be received and can they handle that criticism to get past it? Does that make sense? Yeah. And, the, and we were just talking about earlier this week, right? Talking about there, there's always going to be, especially again in, in our spiritual work, a lot of us are afraid of judgment or what is our family or friends going to think, or people going to leave you. But I think at the end of the day, the more connected you are to yourself and your source, then if someone isn't in alignment and they don't want to be around, then we have to kind of be okay with that, right? Like why would you want to be in any relationship where you're either forcing it or you're the only one doing it? whether that's a romantic, a parental, a friendship, a work relationship, right? I feel like we all deserve to yeah. be accepted for, for who we are. We do deserve that. I think that we get scared. You know, I think we're scared of losing people. I think as women, um, it's in our nature to want to build community, not rip community apart. We're fighting against a lot of men and the respect that the values that society places on us right or wrong are very heavy and they very much shape every single woman even you know new kids being born in the world today more so than we think and i sometimes you know i have a thought all the time and i question myself about is that really me is that what my inner voice wants or is that what i'm told to want is yeah. that what i saw everybody else do so i feel like i have to do it just because everybody else did it sometimes i don't know the difference still and once again that's where like you said, knowing yourself yeah. can really come into play. But what I will say, the one thing that made the biggest biggest difference for me, I, everybody always says, like, know yourself. But like, what is that? I think when you said the connecting to source, connecting to your inner guidance, connecting to the Holy Spirit within, whatever you want to call it, when you build the time, when you build a regular practice, it's not overnight, to connect to the guidance within you, that's when you get to know yourself. You don't know yourself from scrolling Instagram, from drinking a bottle of wine, from hanging out with your crew. Like, trust me, I love doing all of those. Yeah. Things. But those are not the things that bring out your true self. And it's that deepening that connection so that you can bring some of that to life and merge the gap between yeah. who you're meant to be and who you currently are. Yes. That's knowing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although wine really is a nice uh, diversion every now and again, when it uh, makes you think you are knowing who you are in that moment. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely hear you. And I love though, how supportive you are of women and wanting to empower women. So take us through just a couple of some of the episode topics, the, the G version of those. Take us through some of those topics so that, you know, people go, hey, yeah, I see what she's talking about. Yeah, of course. Um, 
We did an episode for Valentine's Day that was super popular called The Mindsets of True Queens. Yes. Um, and so that one is still, that's still a great episode. I like, once again, I said your episode is very po- popular, but if people are listening to your show regularly, you know, they may know some of the intuitive tips that you give around building intuition and separating fear from anxiety. Um, we have, you know, an episode out this week about uncovering your highest purpose and knowing that you're always on the path. Um, we did an episode recently with, major boss babe Serena Kerrigan as she calls herself the queen of confidence mm-hmm. um about really you know strategies to up level your confidence but in a very fun kitschy kind of way uh she has a similar vibe to me so if you're not looking for a lot of curse words you might want to bleep that one out but <laughs> um <laughs> we have more stuff coming up soon about you know just even how to use supplements as self-care and mm-hmm. obviously taking care of yourself that mind body connection is a big theme for us yeah yeah that's really that's really good and again with you where do you find your biggest struggle? So what I mean by that is you're independent, you are unapologetic and fierce. I think just your even your Instagram, if anybody hasn't head on, head on over, check out our Instagram. It's, it's very powerful. It, it is self-love, powerful, vulnerable, unapologetic, you know, which I think you're is- You're going to make me tear. <laughs> Thank you. It's amazing. Right. And, and not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can be at that, that place in that space. Do you worry about what people are thinking? Do you worry about the negative comments? If so, how do you work through them? If you don't, how did you get to that point? How do you continue to keep showing up for your true self? Yeah. I mean, I, that's an everyday I don't want to call it a struggle, right? Because that's painting it in a negative light. And so much of the work that we do is about mindset, but that's an everyday challenge to continue to show up as the deepest, fullest part of a reflection of me. Um, and I think it's always a challenge for me to find new ways to put myself out there for us to find new ways, you know, to continue growing. You know, I did a, a, a different media project last fall that I can't really talk about yet, but that is going to be um, on major networks. And it's going to be crazy for me to watch that. That pushed me to a new level. You know, every time you raise the bar for yourself, you get comfortable at that (laughs) new level. And, um, you know, so I think that we, we're used to, fielding some, I wouldn't say it's a lot. It's infrequent in terms of negativity. I know you asked about like comments and whatnot. Um, you know, look, our goal is to truly add value to people's lives to truly impact women, to lift them up. So if another queen doesn't want us to fix her crown, she can go somewhere else. That is completely (laughs) fine. You know? So, um, we understand that people have bad days too. I think it's, once again, you asked about a struggle, but I think it's a challenge for me too to really um, separate and not take any of this personally. You know, the yeah. work that we're doing helps so many people, and one bad one person, one bad comment out of the thousands of plays, um, that is what it is. You know, not yeah. everybody's going to like you. Right, right. Now, but, I mean, uh, I still have a hard time with that. I'd be yeah, lying. Right, yeah, hard, I want right. everybody to love me. And I want to love everybody. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I think it's very, again, I, I try to. I really try to stress that to to my students as well. You know, what makes us special is our empathy, that compassion and that love and that support. So, you know, on one hand, it's like, oh, you got to have thick skin. But on the other hand, like that sensitivity is what is the connector. So we can't dim down or dull down your connection. Right. Now, on a personal level, if, if we could go on a personal, you're stepping into your all boss self, right? All everything. How is that for dating life? You know, when you are this powerhouse, this confidant, this unapologetic femme fatale, you know, how is that with dating? Do, you know, is it easy? Do you find it hard? I know as a me personally, as a psychic medium, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Uh, but how do you find it for you? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, my personality is so big 
confident. It's built out. You know, it takes a a confident guy to want to handle all this. Um, my target market, my friends and I, my target market is about 55 to 60. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but like sort of. Not really. um, so, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what is the right thing with dating. I know you and I talked about a guy who is 53 that I was dating the past couple of months. Um, and I think you were right. I think he was training wheels because yeah. Colby thinks that I'm going to marry a divorcee with children and be a stepmom with one baby of my own. Um, so <laughs> that's been very much in the back of my mind. Every time some dude swipes me that like doesn't have kids, I'm like, nice. you're not you're the one, dude. Colby yeah. knows. I, I'll tell you, I had this, uh, I had a client reach out. This is funny though, because people go, oh, there's no way. I had this client where she was pregnant with her second. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I see these huge feet. Like, I don't know what it feed or something like it's, you're going to know there's something, you know, it's the most bizarre thing, right? Well, she sent an email that baby was born. It was three weeks premature. So it didn't have big feet. However, she said the hands were humongous, so big that the doula commented on these babies' hands. So I'm telling you, There's something to it. We, you know, it all works itself out in your goals. So, you know, what goals do you have for yourself? Cause type a girl, we know you've got goals. So what are some of your goals for you to challenge, push yourself, level it up again? I want to have a child at some point. Um, I think my goals had been so business focused for the past about seven years that it's it's time for me to set the goal of making some personal goals and making mm-hmm. some leaps and bounds in my personal life. I think it was uh, probably quite a bit neglected um, for many different reasons, you know, being on the road so much for DJing that didn't exactly lend itself to dating, uh, you know, eligible gentlemen <laughs> that were just someone I met in a random country. So um, yeah, I think for me, it's it's a goal to really meet my partner this year and in the next couple of years, have that one baby that you are <laughs> blessing me with. Um, I recently fro- froze my eggs. I just got back from um, doing that in New York. Yeah. And so, you know, all of this is, I think, once again, I don't know if that is exactly how I'm going to have the kid, but I felt called to it. So funny yeah. enough, um, I was on a project in November and I was asleep. I was in my hotel on a work project. And I woke up three nights in a row dreaming that my ovaries were talking to me. <laughs> this girl is crazy. Um, and they were saying, set me free, set me free. And I was like, why are my ovaries like asking to be like set free in the world? So I like said that to uh, my talent handler and she was like, oh, I just froze my eggs with kind body. You should do it. And I looked them up and got into their D slid into their DMS and like we did a deal. And so, and now I have eggs frozen. So I think it's um, great though. You know, let me tell you why I'm a huge, I think this is so important. The same thing with a soulmate too. Again, we can have more than one soulmate for anyone who yells at me for using the term soulmate. However, what I feel like is when someone comes to me and you know, you know, at some point you want a a child. So absolutely, you freeze whatever you need to freeze. Because again, that doesn't mean it won't happen. I had another client that did freeze her eggs, but I was like, I really feel like you're going to have it naturally. And she's like, we've, it's never worked. We've tried. And I was like, I know, but I just, I almost feel like you're pregnant now. Yeah. And she's like, you're cray, cray, Colby. You're crazy. She, she left that session. She wrote me that she, it, it kind of hit her at that session. She went and bought a pregnancy test. She was pregnant. She had no. that. Fa- then, right. She came in not uh, eight months later. And I was like, I was sweating. I was like, oh my gosh, like, did it, did she hold it? Like, did it hang on? Like, and I was like, and I felt like it did. And she came in just ready to burst. And so, but I think you have to put it all out to the world, right? I, you see people that say, I only want to meet my person. I want to meet my person organically. I'm not open to online dating. I'm not open to being set up. I'm not open to a blind date. 
then you're just shutting down the universe, providing opportunities, right? The right. more open across the board, mm -hmm. the more easy it will happen. And just as that, right. like, you know, just for all the listeners out there, you know, that was really spirit driven because you had the dream. What does it mean? You said it to someone who then said, I did this, who then it worked. And then it became yeah. easy of unlocking it and open and, and freeing them. And, and that it is manifested so fast. Three yeah. Months. That's the whole idea. And the minute we, uh, we, the minute you take that to every area of your life, You'll be able to manifest when you just get out of your own way and saying, look, I'm not going to judge this. I'm going to be open to it. Whatever it takes, I'm going to be there for the ride. And I think I'm it's having a new intuition. I'm yes? supposed to move to Miami. It's saying, what do you think? Am I supposed uh, yes. to move to Miami? Yeah, but okay. I, I thought I told you that. Didn't I tell you that in uh No, but maybe you thought it and just. Oh, no, I think I did when we talked personally. I said, I really feel like you're okay. going to Miami and living there, but. Yes, I, I would agree on Miami 100%. So I'm glad it popped in for you. And that's important is to keep listening to it and to keep doing it. You know, with a, a couple minutes left, though, are you open to me talking to your dad? Because I can really feel him. Are you open? Let's or get him in here. Okay. I love him so much. Like, let me tell you, I just feel like with him, I get a guy who... You know, yes, we talked about him being a doctor and using like the left side of his brain. But it's like, I think when it comes to you, it's like everything falls apart. Like he's got no rules when it comes to you. He just makes me feel like he is completely open to your path and where you are. And I do feel like it's helped him connect with you more. It's almost like, you know, you've always been close to him. But I think even in spirits, like now you're starting to go, I think I feel him or I'm starting to see things. Things are coming in. So I feel 100% that he is around you. And I feel like for him too, it's like, I think in one way, he may have had this idea of how you were going to be successful. But I think ultimately for him, it came down to, listen, she's got to do, she's got to do what makes her happy. I think ultimately, no matter how he is, because he is very, very, very successful in his career, right? And, and I think people knew him. I think he had patience over and over and over, written journals. Like, I think he's published. And so, you know, here's this guy, yet he knew the importance of making sure that nothing's going to work if you don't uh, follow your heart, if you don't listen to what's on the inside. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I that's I don't know if I told you, but when I said I was going to go be a DJ, everyone else in my family did not even want to speak to me. Yeah. And he was like, write me a business plan. <laughs> Tell me what the startup costs are and I will fund it as yeah. long as you follow through. Yeah. And so he did fund it and I did follow through because we're here now. Um, and yeah, that's very, very true. He was he was my biggest supporter and probably still is and yeah he was oh, he was on the tv on tv regularly giving appearances yeah too I, um he was in forensics so he did have a few customers that he kept for like 30 years clients yes i don't know patients <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> patients patients yes 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 <laughs> yes yeah but it, it, he just makes me he makes me feel like with him is that there's also a place where there's almost like two sides to him as well like, I do think he could let loose. And I do think that there's like <laughs> this side to him that could shake a tail feather when he needed to. And and I feel like he did love music and he does love dancing as well. So that you understand, I think, you know, he's a button up version That's for brilliant. the outside. But on the inside, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, no, he was buttoned up. At, he was like, you know, what did my, my sister and I have made this funny meme of him. That's like, uh, part, like it's like work during the day, like party at night, you know, yeah. like the, like front haircut yeah, yeah. in the back. And yeah. Like that was totally my dad. He was the life of the party. He was also, um, a founder of the St. Louis food and wine society. Oh yeah. He loved music, disco, uh, yeah. Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan, you I know, Motown, saying... all that. Yeah, so I was seeing a lot of influences my style. You're 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 good. And so you, and the other thing I was going to tell yeah. you is he told me before he died, he got to see, you know, enough success in my DJ career where he felt like I was really, you know, on that cusp of making it and, and going to make it. And he was like, 
Oh, it makes me tear to say it, but he was like, you know, I felt he felt like he never pursued his creative stirring, yeah. right? If yes. you want to call that yes. intuition, his voice, his guidance. And he wanted to really ensure that I did because yeah. that was always a pain point for him. Yeah, exactly. It was like, that was like the one thing too, is I think he, Sorry. <laughs> I, no, I think he, he loved, he loved his life and he, he loved his, he did love his career, but I feel like there's a part of him that like, if he had done it over and didn't have a care in the world, like he would have been a musician or would have been an entertainer or there would have been something on the, you know, yeah. something on the inside where it was, you know, engaging. So I do feel like that purpose with him. Do you, Nicole, do you happen across at all? So this could be a little tricky thinking of middle names, last names in the living, in spirit. Do you know a Sam or Samantha? Does that name connect at all for you? Sam or Samantha? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'd need to think more about it. Not in my immediate family. I don't okay. have any good friends at this age named Sam. Doesn't mean I didn't before. I am like, I can barely remember people's names from high school right now. I think it's like when you, there's too many names in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just <laughs> um, ho hold on to it. You can always send me a message later or put it in the comments. It's like your dad gives the name Sam. And I don't know if it's like a Samantha or it was a Sam for him, but I keep feeling like there's something where letting you know, it's like a grandmother. There's a grandmother on the other side with your dad. So I feel like there's a connection to this lady. So almost like this kind of Sam name might even be connected lineage going far back, going farther back. Okay. Could but it's it a guy that he yeah. wants you to tell me to do. I don't think so. I <laughs> No, I, it could be a guy. I don't think so. I just feel like there's someone connected to a grandmother also. Your grandmom's on the other side though, right? We have a grandmom on the other side. I well, I mean, I had grandparents on both sides. They're no, neither of them are with us now. Right, right. Um, so his mom was Dorothy. Yeah, and then my grandma on my mom's side was Rosa or Rose, but she's yeah. Italian. We're all Italian, aka Nicole Rose. Yeah, I would look. There's something. There's got to be this. Uh, you'll see. Just when you get off, you'll see. It always always more fun after the fact. And anyway, the there's like yeah. 20 family members on it. Somebody will know. Yeah. Yeah. There's gotta be. And, and I just feel like your dad, you know, it is just this feeling of like letting you know that he is extremely proud of you and extremely proud of, you know, you continuously to move outside your comfort zone. Right. And letting you know to keep doing it and that I'm right here with you. And and he does play songs for you a lot. So music does come in a lot where he's connecting with you through music. And like I said, I do feel like it's some older songs that he is using. And it could be a little bit of that 70s vibe or even Motown. It's a little hard because I'm just seeing like the, the smoothness to it. So just knowing that he is with you and just celebrating, letting yourself be uncomfortable and celebrating where you are with it. Right. Yeah. So just, Thank just know that. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Thank and you so much. I appreciate I, that. And there's gotta be, um, I don't know if it's you or your sister. It's almost like we've got a, um, birthday coming up or a celebration. So do you know whose birthday we would have coming up? Also, could Sam be Stephanie? Stephanie is my sister. Oh, that's your but sister. It sounds a little different. Yeah, I almost think it's a Sam. I'm going to hold on a to A birthday Sam. coming up. Um, there's an anniversary. So next Tuesday is his six-year anniversary in heaven. Okay, got it. And so I plan to celebrate, celebrate that. Celebrate, So yeah. maybe that. He'll Maybe yep. that's the celebration he's yep. telling and, you about. And he will be there with you. So he will be there. So know that he'll be there. And then know that he's going to make his presence known. So it's like his, his presence is going to be known. So either that's like usually a light going out or something. Like he, you're going to know that he's around. You're going to feel it. Okay. So just know that, you know, he loves his kids and you know, don't he's he's doing fine on that side, but he is just not afraid to get down and get dirty and and just know that he sends all of his love to you. OK, 
So thank you so much. Oh, you are welcome, hon. And you know, again, I'm just gonna show everybody, sup babe, one more time here. Sup babe, you guys, I really want you to take a moment. I want you to go download this, really check it out. It's really fun and it's very real, very down to earth. She's got amazing guests and you know, I'm uh, assuming, Nicole, that this is on everything. Podcast, Stitcher, iTunes. Am I right? We, we, we can get it anywhere. Am I right? Yeah, we're on the works. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere. All right. All right. So I want to thank you for, you know, just coming on and sharing your experience, sharing your wisdom, sharing your love, sharing your dad, and, and just know <laughs> that, you know, this it's weird because you've come so far, but this is like just the beginning for you. So it's like, it's a whole new thing where it's like a whole new league. And, and I know I'm excited for you and I'm excited that we've had a chance to get to know one another. Tell everyone where they can find you, Nicole. Yeah. And I'm excited to get to know you too. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. And I hope we build a beautiful, fruitful friendship. Yeah. Oh yeah. On out. Let me know which circle I'm signing up for. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so you can find me. It's just Nicole Rose Stillings. If you type in Nicole Rose or DJ Rose or whatever in Instagram, you're going to find me. Um, and sup babe pod is the sup babe Instagram content is definitely different. And that's where we, Announce all the new episodes. Um, Sup Babe is on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen. And it's just subbabepod.com. All right. Awesome. And thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank all right. you. Lots of love to you. You too. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.